The FT. In Denmark's topsy-turvy election, the party that has won most seats has had to cede the premiership to a party that has come third, and whose share of the vote actually diminished since the last election. What's going on? I'm Leif Abathnot, and with me on the line to explain is Richard Milne, our Nordics correspondent. Hi, Richard. Why wasn't the largest party, formerly ruled by Hella Torning Schmidt, able to stay in power? Well, it's the way that coalitions go in this part of the world. As you said, Hella Torning Schmidt's party, the Social Democrats, did come in first. They gained seats percentage of the vote on the last elections in 2011, but they still lost the premiership because their bloc didn't get a majority. Instead, the majority went to the centre-right. So you see Lars Lukas Rasmussen, who's the head of the centre-right Liberals, becoming prime minister, even though he led his own party to their worst election result in 25 years. So it's really something of a bizarre situation, but that's how it works in this part of the world sometimes. So Lars Lokke Rasmussen is leading the second weakest government in Denmark's history. How did he put his cabinet together? Well, he's got 34 seats in a 179-seat parliament. There was a government about 40 years ago where they had 22 seats. So he right. he first of all looked to gain a majority. There are four centre-right parties in the parliament. He spoke to each of them. He tried to get. The four of them together that wouldn't work, and then he tried to get each of them individually, and that didn't work either. So he's gone with this extreme form of minority government. It's really hard to think of any other country, almost in the world, where you could have such a minority government. But in Denmark, it can happen, and what it means is that to get his majority. He needs to get 56 votes from other parties. Now they could be from the centre right, or they could be from the centre left. And quite famously or infamously, Hella Torning Schmidt passed quite a lot of reform measures with the help of Mr. Rasmussen's party. So it is possible. People do think it's weak. People are expecting that it probably will fail before the four years are up. But there is a chance, if Mr. Rasmussen is wily, that he can pull this off. So, is there a historical precedent for this kind of weak government, or is it really extraordinary in Denmark's history? Well, as I say, there was a government that had 22 seats that lasted for about 14 months. Even Hella Torning Schmidt's government, it started off as a minority government, but with I don't exactly remember the number of seats, but they lost one of the parties, and they went from essentially about half to only having a third of the seats. Of, Well, uh, in yeah. Parliament, and in some countries, you'd think that losing a party or losing seats in Parliament would make the government weaker. But no, in Denmark, it actually made it stronger because this was a more sort of coherent government, and it could always gain support in Parliament. You see, Denmark operates this system called negative majorities, which means that all the government has to do is make sure it doesn't have a majority against it, a majority. Would vote for no confidence, and so it's assured that the centre-right parties will vote in its favour on confidence issues. But they might not back the government on every issue. And in Denmark, as in many countries, there's a populist party, the Danish People's Party, that did very well. In fact, they scored higher than the Liberals. They came in second place, just behind the Social Democrats. They wanted things like border control to. Denmark's in the Schengen area, but they wanted to bring back the border controls with Germany and Sweden. They're very anti-EU, and that's something that the Liberals are against. So you're going to see this battle, I think, for the next few years between those parties.
So would you say that the DPP, this party that you're just talking about now, this anti-EU party, is it in any way comparable to UKIP in Britain? I think all these parties have some similarities and have some differences. I think the Danish People's Party is one of the older populist parties in Europe. It's 20 years old. It came out of the roots of an anti-tax movement, which was an even older party. But this party was set up 20 years ago as a kind of anti-immigration force. Unlike UKIP, even the National Front in France, what's happened is that the kind of founder of the party, Pierre Chardsgord, has stepped down and she was a bit of a firebrand. And now you've got a smooth man, Christian Tulisendal, who is really seen as the kingmaker of Danish politics in a position really to influence this government. And he's kept the DPP out of government. He believes that he can bring into being his policies easier through being in parliament. Now, his critics say that he's just trying to free ride. He wants to agree to the things that he likes. And if there's something he doesn't like, he wants to say that he's no part of this government. I think there's going to be an interesting dynamic as these populist parties gain in popularity. Is it possible for them to stay out of government? They've entered government in Norway and Finland. They're not entering government in Denmark. Yes, it's quite strange for a political party to be actively trying to avoid getting into power. It's um, something we don't really see in the UK very much. But is any of this good news for the UK's David Cameron? Will he find Rasmussen a good partner in the EU or not? Well, it is a big question, actually, because Rasmussen and his party are pretty much the most pro-EU of the parties. So one might imagine that wouldn't be such good news for David Cameron. In fact, there, there will be a referendum in Denmark um, oh, really? before the British referendum. And this will right. be about whether they should change their opt-out on justice and home affairs matters into an opt-in. So Mr. Rasmussen's party, Hella Torning-Schmidt's party, they want to have more EU. They want to have an opt-in so that Denmark can take part in some of these matters, like the migration quota that we saw um, debated, which at the moment Denmark can't even take part. So that's one matter. But Mr. Rasmussen, the big surprise really of the campaign was that he threw his weight behind David Cameron's plea to reform the EU. In particular, he was looking at the topic of welfare tourism, so-called welfare tourism, of immigrants being able to claim benefits or not. He did this, one suspects, because he was trying to charm the DPP, who are very Eurosceptic, who are very much behind David Cameron. They sit in the same group in the European Parliament as the Tories. I think it's, it's one of the biggest clashes between the Liberals and the DPP is over EU policy. And so therefore, it's really a bit unknown how much support David Cameron will get. He'll probably get quite a lot more than from many countries. But whether he gets full support, we're going to have to wait and see. That's very interesting. Thank you so much, Richard. The FT. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.